The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Man, what's up, Doc? It's time for Food and Zook. Get my microphone. Pfft. I'm the announcer. It's time for Food and Zook right here on WTBR. <laughs> What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah! Alright, what are you doing? You get two guys sitting here in Berkshire County. One on either side of a piece of glass that actually doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> one whose football team made the playoffs. The other one who's yeah! now we don't know what the hell is going on. Prayers out to Tamar Hamlin and his family. But here we are with Cronin and the Zuck. Let's go! Welcome to another fantastic, dazzling edition of Crowing in the Zuck here on 89.7 WTBR, 413-445-5943. Robbie, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy How are New you? Year, bro. Um, I'm, I'm doing all right, obviously. I mean, uh, it was a great weekend for the Giants and stuff. I'm really happy. We could talk about football all the time and stuff. But, uh, yeah, um, uh, just uh, obviously the situation last night with... Uh, with that was Mr. Damar Hamlin and uh, my prayers and thoughts. It was I, I've never seen anything like it. You know, the last time I saw something like that was, uh, was uh, I guess it was Hank Gathers. Remember, the, was it Hank Gathers, the guy from, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. It was uh, Loyola Marymount. I think he was the basketball player. Remember, he collapsed on the court in the NCAAs. I think that's the last time I ever saw something as, as shocking as that last night. So thoughts and prayers. I mean, we'll discuss it later. Obviously, the same information I looked up this morning. Uh, he's he's in still in critical condition and. I mean, it was the weirdest play. I mean, the whole thing was so surreal. I mean, everybody and Booker McFarland's crying and I had the, the sidelines and and the idea that was it Skip Bayless? I think you were mentioning to me before we went on the show. You said it was ridiculous that they, uh, you know, thought about canceling the game. I think the most ridiculous thing is that Roger Goodell took as long as he did to suspend that game. That game should have been right after that happened. It should have been like we're not playing this game because sometimes it's bigger than the game. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, this is this is a sports show. We want to come in here right. and talk about sports. Sports is like a getaway. It's like what we use to like get away from everyday life. And but now we have to talk about somebody potentially that almost lost their life last night. Right. It's 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 it's, 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 it's devastating. It's awful. 
my you know my heart goes out to his family oh me too apparently you know i didn't know anything about him until this morning when i was reading about him he's right. got like a charity yeah he does really good things they said it overnight they already raised three million dollars yeah in his charity, incredible, which, incredible. It's, it's, it's just amazing he, he comes from an a, a, you know, a tough upbringing. His yep. mother was there, right. which is great. You which know, is actually great. Which a, is great. But right, right. I mean, just I act, I have to be honest with you. I was exhausted last night. I fell asleep before this happened. I but saw. I, it, I've yeah. seen all the highlights. Yeah, I saw. And uh, it just it was it's, surreal. It's, it's heartbreaking. It was surreal. I yeah. mean, it, I mean, he got up and all of a sudden he fell down. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe he hurt his you know leg or something, or maybe a head injury or something. And next thing I know, it's like, oh my goodness gracious! I'm like ambulances are coming out and I'm just like sitting there and just watching it with my mouth open I'm watching the player reaction and I'm just like and I started to tear up too you know I was just like man and this is just like and you see that you moment. see you see the pictures on TV this morning of Josh Allen just with his head in his hands just crying you yeah know, Stephon Diggs went yep. to the hospital I mean that just right, right. that Think about all the things that that team has gone through this year. Yeah, amazing. You know, the snowstorm. Yep, I mean, just they, they have been like that, that team. Any type of bad luck you could find, they've had it. It's like America's. It's gonna be like America's gonna be on the uh, on the bills and the on their on their back, you know, bandwagon. So anyway, yeah, we could take a call. So uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's tra- it's a tragic thing, and uh, let's hopefully it'll come out on the on the good side. I mean, they were finally able to get him to breathe and resuscitate him and so forth. And uh, Rob, Rob is going to probably be on with us in a second. He can probably describe it. So, Rob, yeah, forgive us for going on for a couple of minutes, but we just started the show. So I, do I, it just, I, I, do I see just, him online. So I do have to say I've, I've already read things where Cincinnati fans were complaining that they didn't get their money back yet for the game. Oh, my God. Come on. And we slightly humanitarian Are you kidding me? I read that this morning on the newspaper. You know, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Could we I have mean, some compassion for people? My goodness gracious! I mean, isn't that right? Anyway, with Skip Bayless, what did he? What did he actually quote? Because I, I didn't see the quote, but I heard you. I heard you talking about it early this morning. So. He, he 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 redacted it. He took it back. He apologized. Oh, he apologized. For it, he, basically, Good. He, he basically said, "How could the NFL even consider suspending a game like this right. this late in the season?" Oh God, and then on. he and then he writes after, "Watch my show tomorrow morning." Right. Really? Because you're you're more important than anyone else. There, Skip. Roberto, are you there? I got Doctor Robert yeah, Freed on the line. Hey, brother. Hey, uh, we just started the show, end, right? so so you were early. We just started, but anyway, yeah. So, so we were have so we were supposed to have uh, we were supposed to have Beningo on. I don't ever heard from him. I guess he's still lamenting the Jets. So anyway, but uh, hopefully he'll be on next week with us. But uh, Listen, yeah, so uh, yesterday was surreal. Last oh man, I'll tell you. Game and um, I mean, it's it, it's just uh, one one in a, one in a million. What what, what we watched, um, you know, it's happened a couple times. Hot hot related issues. Hank gathered. Yeah, that's what I was just uh, telling Sean about. about. Years ago, yep. uh, playing basketball in a college game. But let me first of all give you a medical. Yeah, that's what I wanted uh, to do. That's why. I was, yeah, thank you so much for, for uh, telling about this. There's two things people are not aware of. Okay. I think uh, cardiac arrest and heart attack are the same thing. They are not. They can go together. Usually what uh, happened yesterday is a much more serious cardiac arrest. Right. What happens with cardiac arrest is the heart stops beating, and obviously if it stops beating, it suddenly fits from, and usually what that happens is it's electrical. Uh, there's an electrical right. issue going on with the heart, and it can happen from various uh, situations. So when the heart stops, obviously it's an, a medical emergency of Immediate, immediate reaction has to happen. 
Because any minute that goes by, you're talking brain damage. You sent me a text last night saying cardiac. I had a catheterization. I understand electrical perspective on, on how it works and so forth. But I couldn't believe it just from the hit. Like, how did that happen well, all of a sudden? What, what happens is if, when you get hit with a blow to the chest, depending on where, where the heart is, what, what part of the, the beating uh, uh, the heart is in, right. okay, in the four chambers, it could be at a spot where he, at the moment he's hit, it changed the whole electrical system in his heart and stopped okay and what happens is he has to immediately get cpr okay when i I saw cpr i said either he had a heart attack or cardiac arrest and the way he went down and fell backwards um the heart looked like it was scary it was scary rob to watch that really was i was just like the thing and going forward yeah um heart attacks are different heart attack usually happens from a blockage Right. Um, in, in one of the arteries where the blood doesn't get through and the heart just kind of like, you know, it just kind of shuts down or you get a blood and then it could, you could throw a thrombus and you could die that way. That usually, if you, you know, you're caught quickly, uh, relatively quickly, you're usually okay. Right. This is much more serious, much more serious a problem, okay? Um, fortunately, because of where it happened, there were medical people all over the place. There's an ambulance right there. Right. They put a defibrillator on him. They got to get the heartbeat going. And the, the situation going forward is how long the, uh, the there was no oxygen going to the rest of the organs. Right. They said that. They, if, yeah, go ahead. If there's any significant length of time, and I'm talking, you know, one or two minutes is, is a lot, okay? Right. Uh, you're looking at brain damage. Okay, I mean, every minute that goes by, I mean, you know, he's gonna, you know, there could be damage, brain damage. He could be like, like, no, I don't want to even say. They it. said they got his vital. They said they got his vitals got his back, vitals, vitals back. Had, but they said he's overnight. They put him to sleep, and they have an, an oxygen tube. I guess. Right. right. Well, when vitals means all that means is right. that everything, the system is running. Right. But, okay. Right. But that doesn't mean. We won't know if there's any brain damage, right. God forbid, God forbid yeah. t- till he comes out of the coma. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. All it means is that that he's the, the heart, you know, the, the the body is functioning right now. Okay, it, 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 it's at a at a stage that um, it, it, it's in a functioning state, but we don't know what damage potentially that has already happened to him. I mean, I don't know how the Bills play. I don't know how the Bills play these games. I, I don't know how they get back on the field. Not well, only for you know, Robbie, uh, you uh, just made an amazing, an amazing point that um, you know. Actually, it's kind of crazy. My brother is a um, is a clinical psychologist. And he does this. He's been on Fox News many times. He right, does, I remember you telling me yeah. this type of crisis counseling for, for for you know for people, and this is something that. You're right, and even even the Bengals. I mean, they what they oh my in front of their eyes. Um, it's all pretty much going to determine, I think, how you know in the next couple of days what happens here. I right, right. Going to get an answer. You know, usually they put they they, they they he was induced in a coma, meaning it was medically done on purpose. Right. Okay. Okay. I got. Oh, so it wasn't like he's in a coma. They put him in a coma because when you're in a coma. It gives the um, the heart a chance to heal. Okay? Right, that's Meaning when they said they put him to sleep. That's why they said they put him to sleep, right? Sleep. They did, yeah. Right. And and because you just can't like you know splint the heart. I mean, you know, this, this is something. It's kind of has to go. I know. It's been bruised. It has to go through its its healing process. But 
You don't leave someone in a coma for any ex- extended length. Yeah, we're, we're joined. Yeah, we're. Okay. Yeah, it's Cronin's look right here at WTBR 89.7 FM, and uh, we're being joined by Dr. Robert Free, my friend Rob from Lake Success, as he's more, more known for, and he's on the fan and a lot of the other stations. You used to do a show in Long Island, I remember tuning in. You, you had a good show, so. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Robbie, like yeah. you said, this to me, he's far from out of the woodwork. Um, yeah, I know. That's you know, the thing. I, this is going to be something, sadly, that. It's not going to, you know, we're not going to get an answer, guys, overnight with this. Um, this is going to be, you know, I mean, unless, God forbid, you know, well, I don't want to go down the road of bad. I just, of course we're not. not. We're yeah. most likely not going to hear much changes this today. Let's say today you're going to hear a lot of the same. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because he's, he's in the, I guess, in a healing stage. But the fact that he's on, that, that the, you know, the... Their life uh, functions are, are, seem to have stabilized is a, is a good thing, okay? It's yep. definitely a good thing. Um, so hopefully they got to him fast enough. But like you were saying, Robbie, age has nothing to do with this. It's a no. freak injury. It is absolutely something that, um, you know, it, 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 it happens. It, this is like one in a million shot here. Yeah, it, was, it, sho- really it was shocking to watch. And then... <clears throat> The idea of taking a five minutes going to the locker room and coming back, I was like, what are you talking about? I well, was like, I couldn't believe, you know, I just exactly couldn't believe right. it. You know, I just was like and shocked that the NFL would even think that. And then, of course, Goodell said he never said that or whatever. I no, don't know. No, you know Goodell's I don't a go putz. <laughs> Sean just chimed in. Thank you for chiming in, by the way. You're right, welcome. But, let, <laughs> well, but let's, guys, well, let, let's talk about something completely different. Now, Skip Bayless, you heard what he oh, said. Oh, yeah. I, I just found out from Sean what he said because I, uh, I was unaware of his Robbie, comments. this guy, this guy. He's I a mean, clown. Problem, and now I'm going to go down a whole different road, which I think is to, to kind of go get away from the from this, this topic right here. Sure, uh, absolutely. Uh, this is the problem with the NFL. Okay, yep. and, and I'm going to give you my now I'll give you my, my, my personal opinion. Number one, I don't. I know. No, I'm, I'm a 60 plus year old guy. Okay, I know nothing about fantasy football. I'm not knocking it. I'm not putting it down. I, 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 I personally don't. I have no. I don't like it, it but a lot of people do. So yeah. I, I, I know zero about it. So right off the bat, fantasy football to me is something that I, I, I'm clue, I'm literally clueless, and nor do I have any. It's just based on stats, Rob. That's basically what it's based well, upon. Right, I mean, that's it. Which is BS anyway. So. When you when you care about fantasy football, <laughs> when you care about yeah. um, you know getting gambling, which is taken over sports. Totally, okay, and the ramifications of yesterday's game and the gambling, then we've lost a sense of reality here in, in the world because we're talking about a, a gentleman that, you know, had an unbelievable, rare, crazy situation to be determined how, how it ends um, and how, what, what happens, and let's just pray that, you know, uh, it, it goes well, okay, but... I think that what I, what I saw with Skip Bayless and, and, and going forward, people are in, people are crazy. I mean, we're no, talking about a human life here. Now I'm going to give you my thoughts, and I want to hear what you guys have to say about going forward, what we do. Number one, the easiest thing to do, and, I, and, and, and as far as playing the games, assuming that you know, there's, listen, there's a lot involved here. You, you, you got stadiums. You got, oh, I know. I think know. Buffalo should just forfeit the game and say, heck with it, or make it no, a no, tie no, or no, something. Let me throw this yeah, out. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. Go ahead. I don't think you do that. Okay. You play the games because you can't cheat. You, you just play the games this week that it was set up. Right. Everybody has their schedule. Everybody's going to play their games. 
including the uh, Cincy Bills game, is not played this week. They play their regular opponents that they're supposed to play. Next week, once the season ends... The Bills play the okay, Patriots. Bills play the Patriots Sunday, which has huge implications, we, right. We play the games that we're supposed to play. Right, okay? the, right. The, the regular schedule this week. Next week, because the season, for the most part, will be over, uh, you know, for, the, for every, every team except the Bills and the, and the Bengals have to play their game, which really should not have any effect on the rest of the playoff teams it might have on seating. What would you think? What would you think about pushing the season out a week or two? Well, that's what I was going to say. Next week, not well, you can't do We're that. Playing the Monday night game because there's no Monday night game after right. the season. The Super anyway. Bowl is preset and all of that. What you do is this: the date and all that. Next week, you just play that one game, okay? Because now you only got the wild card weekend, which is which is six games. Right. Okay, you're talking about twelve teams. You're talking about six games, uh, and you move that up a week, and. Everything gets you just play next week is like not that it's a bye week it's just to finish the season out give the Bills and the and the Bengals a chance to you know kind of recover play another game the following week one game it's kind of like the season's over then you don't have an you don't have a week off between the Super Bowl so nothing really has to change except that you just kind of got to move everything forward mainly the biggest the biggest problem. Is the Super Bowl week because that's set like years of course. in advance. Right, so right. basically, so, that, so, so I hate to sound heartless about this. I, geez, and that just term just sounded so bad to say that just then. But so whoever Cincinnati or Buffalo is going to theoretically end up with the number one seed, right? It you know. Well, I thought yeah, KC, what about so, KC? So, oh, KC is in there too, right? But so theoretically, if one of those two teams gets the number one seed, they lose the bye. Correct. Correct. If, if what you're saying, they would lose their bye week. But that is more important uh, well, to lose a bye week than it is to lose a player. I, you know, you got you got a point there, but I will say this: everybody, every playoff team going forward, except the except the Bills in Cincinnati, um, are going to get are going to get a week off. Yeah. But if they if if you know it it it, 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 it is no perfect world now because you can't have them play tomorrow. You can't have them play Tuesday week Wednesday next week because it's not it's not fair. And you can't have and you can't have them play and you can't have them play tomorrow and then three days no, later no, no, have to play can't, New England. You can't. That's just not so feasible. Only, not going to happen. The only way to do it is just finish out. Everybody's ready to play next week anyway. They're, they're preparing for their game. Rob, why can't they just play the game on Monday? Normally, there's not a Monday night game after the end of the season. Correct. I mean, okay, so usually, well, right? Is there, the Bills, is there a yeah, final they, Monday night game? I don't know. This, usually, there's not. Usually, well, usually there's the not. Bills a play, the Bills are scheduled to play right. New England Sunday at one. Hold up, hold on a minute. Wait, there's you not. You can't a mo- have the Bills play the pa- Patriots uh, on Sunday, and then play Monday. Uh, the, well, the yeah, that's day. right. Yeah, I'm you can thing. only push up. Right. It's, you can put or Thursday, maybe Thursday. Over for everybody except for. The wild card teams. That's twelve teams. I don't that think you have to. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah, it's, it's a big mess. I mean, certainly for the league to figure right, out what's I going on here. The, I think, and they got the, the best commissioner to do it, don't they? Yeah, right, yeah, right there. Way to go, Goodell. Yeah, good, good <laughs> luck with this. Oh, Goodell, you've good done luck it with again. this crap show you got going yeah, on, Mr. Magoo for crying out loud. Ten twenty-one right here on WTVR. Way to do it. I mean, because you can't. You're not going to change the Super Bowl week because that's set in stone. I mean, playoff games are a little different. You know, you may be able to. Right. I just I want mean, to change the subject in a sec, if you got a sec, because I got a couple of minutes before break. But um, well, I was going to say your thoughts on the Giants. My thoughts on the Giants. Oh, we really. Are. I'm glad you brought that up. 
I'm ec- I am ecstatic. I, I, I Robbie. I heard you on with Lori the other night, so yeah. <laughs> we, we 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 um we saw a perfect, and I was nervous. I as I was. I know nervous. that's why you and, called me. We were both kind of like, oh my god, one, here we go. When it was when it was three nothing. I said to you, no problem. They scored. Yeah. I said, oh, all right, you know that got. And then I started feeling a little better. Yeah. But you know, I said to you. A, after the it'll first be fine. quarter, Robbie, it was a perfect game. Well, I said to you, they'll be they, fine. You know. Yeah, and you were right. Yeah. And you were right. And and I will say this: Daniel Jones is right now. He's a legitimate. He's he's the most. Improved, well, let's see. He's no. the most improved quarterback. He's done a good job uh, in the league for sure. He has absolutely. He's, he's completely absolutely. turned turned the corner. Absolutely. And it just shows that if you think about it, Robbie. I guess Dave Gettleman wasn't so wrong after all. Well, he no, he made some. Well, let's you, should, you should you get see him, the you teams should, that he beats. You, right, should get, you, know. you should get a montage together of the of the entire NFL season this year of how many times I've said Daniel blows Joe's or Daniel Jones <laughs> blows. Excuse me, I said those. I, I mixed up those words, and you can guy, play that, and I can show you how wrong that I was because so. Daniel Jones has played very well the last few weeks. Yeah, so get really that good. montage together of me saying every week, Daniel yeah. Jones blows. Yeah, he's been really good. I've been wrong. He's been great the last few weeks. He's the franchise quarterback of the Giants. He's, he's, no, he's played very well. He's what Sunday he ran to and threw to, right? But you see what That's coaching can do, Rob? You see what coaching does, though? I mean, you look at the other side with the Jets, and the Salah you know, has been a disaster. That's why I'm saying if Brian Dable was the coach of the Jets right now, the Jets would be in the playoffs. The Jets have been a dis- oh. absolute disaster. We were supposed to have Beningo on today, and I don't know what's going on with Joe, but he was supposed to call me during the week. At- Uh-oh, we just oh, lost We him. just lost Rob. Okay. No, but didn't Daniel Jones threw for two and he, he ran threw for, for two? two. And he ran for two. Yeah. The, the Brian Dayball, that, that that guy's a dude as a coach. So He's a, and and Robert Sala, I'm, I agree with you. He's uh, he's a terrible coach. Makes terrible decisions. I mean, the press and, conferences with his head. I mean, it's like there's like the body language and everything. <laughs> is he get Adam Gase 2.0? And, they, and you see in the article this morning, <laughs> I'm reading that in the post that he wants to, he's basically defending LaFleur. I'm like, how do you defend this guy? First of all, I don't like his brother in Green Bay. I know they scored 41 points and beat the Vikings, or to me, not, not that great. But I mean. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I just want to speak about the other Jones for a second. Oh, the Let me match? Ask you yeah, this we're going to talk about the Pats. How, how do certain people get credentials to write for the NFL? How do certain people actually get credentials? Because somebody wrote this article that said that, you know, the Titans are going to fire Mike Rabel. They're going to hire Bill O'Brien as their head coach. They're going to bring Adam Gase into New England to revive Mac's career as offensive coordinator. And then when Belichick retires, then Bill O'Brien's going to take over the head coach of the New England Patriots. How do you come up with some crazy concoction like that? Adam Gase? That's nuts. Adam Gase? Adam Gase. That's like, I mean, it's bad uh, enough with Joe Judge and Matt uh, Patricia coming uh, back, right? And why would you fire Vrabel? I mean, Vrabel's had a bad quarterback situation this year. Tannehill's yeah. not good. Vrabel's Malik, a good coach. Malik, jo- Malik, is it Malik Williams? Malik, Will- Malik Willis from Liberty. Malik Willis. He Liberty. doesn't know how to throw a ball for two yards. I know, he's a running yards. guy. All these yeah, guys still, run. He's had, what, three games in a row that less than 100 yards passing? Yeah. I mean... Uh, Mike Vrabel's not the problem in Tennessee. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, they have a quarterback issue. I, I don't like Tannehill. I never liked Tannehill. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, they won with obviously the defense. You know, I mean, uh, you know, D- Duggar gets the, the interception. And, you know, not great numbers. I mean, what was uh, it was like uh, for um, what was two TDs, obviously. Henry, five for 52. So, you know, here's, a, here's interesting. Jones, 20 of 33. 
He missed 13 passes. And he That's averaged six, he averaged six yeah, yards exactly. a pass. So it was a 7-7 seven seven game till, till what? Till the third quarter, and then Miami took the lead. Here's a question. And then, I, and then here's they a, came back with a defensive touchdown, and Ken, they won. So. Ken, Kendrick Bourne, one catch for 10 yards. Yeah. Why? Why? Belichick has a thorn across his side about him. I know. Last week much. he had six for 100. Right. When he plays, they win. When he plays, they win. Yeah. Except and, for last but week, they, they I mean, last week they, they won. Did, yeah, but still, but like that's Max guy. They didn't win, but they, but obviously he had a good, had a good game. But I stole a little bit of the thunder from your Giants. Though, no, but what so, I, no, but, it's all right. But what I, what if that's fine. I'm excited about you know they're in. I mean, I'm excited, but uh, hopefully they'll rest people. But my question to you is, um, I told you that the Pats were going to be around nine wins, and they have a chance to win nine wins again in the playoffs. Obviously, they need. I, I still think they need help. Correct? Do they need help? Or they if they win, they're if in. they win, they're in. They're in. Oh, that's right. They okay. get the they seventh win, spot. They're right. they're in. Do you think they're beating Buffalo? No, I don't. Now, not, you know not what? Now, not I, I don't now. You, you know, okay. Do you think? Okay, so you like because I'm thinking it from an emotional perspective, and the Patriots go in there. You know, they're in their the regular game plan. They run the ball and so forth. And Buffalo's playing with heavy hearts. I don't know, honestly. I mean, a lot of emotion, man. That's going to be a war. I mean, you know what? There'll be another war. The Green Bay Detroit game is going to be fantastic. We'll talk about that later. They, but. they, they made that the Sunday night football game. Oh, did they? All right. Well, they that's did, a good idea. That's flex actually that. a great game flex for Sunday that night. One boys. So, uh, but I'm yeah. kind of rooting for Detroit. Honestly. Of course, me too. Aaron Rodgers has kind of turned into a kook. Well, he's always been a kook. But he's, he's turned a, into a double kook he, this year. <laughs> he, come on. The guy's he's tri- dating a witch doctor. Tripping around God's on sake. mushrooms. You know, come and, on. <laughs> hanging out with a Dennis Miller saying, hang in a frozen tundra second on platypus burgers, folks, you know? Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Carl Davis had a good game yesterday. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, they, you know, they, they, they played, you know, they played well yesterday. I mean, defensively, and they, they got the job done. I mean, you know, look, look, you're never going to get great numbers, a lot of great numbers from Daniel, from I can say Daniel Jones, uh, you know, Mac Jones, from Mac Jones. You're not going to get a lot of it, but uh, you know, I mean, well, I think if you have a uh, offensive coordinator instead of a defensive coordinator yeah. making play calls on offense, you might actually get something out of them. But I know, I, th- and, I think they should be better offensively. I do, I really do. But it's you've said this to me a hundred. Hunter Henry you, not a bad game you, yesterday. Right? You've said this to me a hundred times over the last, the, over this this season. Patriots are what the best screen throwing team in the league. Back, so. The best screen throwing team in the league. Why don't they throw screen passes? I don't know. Hello, are you there? Is it Ralphie? Who's calling? Hello, you're on WTBR Sports Talk. The Phantom Phone Call. The Phantom Phone Call. Who works your sports now? It's not Halloween. It's It's New Year's. Thank you. We used to call WTBR Sports Talk. Then we we still call Berkshire Sports now, but uh, sometimes we forget. Anyway, that one dropped there, so maybe they'll call back. The Minnesota Vikings are frauds. Yeah, they are put, frauds. They are frauds. No, they're they are frauds. frauds. They're total they're... frauds. The Giants should have won. The Giants put up almost 500 yards of offense against them. And, and, and they turned the ball over three times. That's why they lost. I consider them the Meth Ponta turnover, basically. The Vikings and the Giants, I think, would be a great matchup for the Giants in the playoffs. I think the I think Giants they'd win. win. I think they'd beat them. Well, you know what's interesting about the Giants? Prime time Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you know what's right? interesting about the Giants? If you look at the Giants' stats, you look every week and you go, man, you know, they give up a lot of yards sometimes, sometimes through the air, sometimes on the ground. They're not very good against the run, let's be honest. But they're fifth, I think, or fourth or fifth in the league in red zone defense. So if you're giving up field goals, you know, big deal. If you're giving a bunch of field goals, all right, we got a call here. Let's see if we can get this one. But you know who they're Good morning, you're on Berkshire Sports now. Hello. Robbie, Sean. Hey, what's up, Ralph? Hey, hey, Ralph, I just got to say this real quick before the top three Giants wide receivers this year are Robbie Zucker, Sean Cronin, and Ralph Romeo. (laughs) We have been their top three receivers. That's who they have. Other than that, good morning, Ralph. How you doing, buddy? (laughs) 
Well, I'm, I'm fine. I have more yards after carry than you than you guys. Yak, yak, yak. Well, you, you yeah, you're a little more built than the two no, of us are. So we'll give it, I'll give you that. <laughs> you definitely have more than Saquon Barkley when it comes to yak yards. I mean, Saquon, look, I like Saquon. He's okay. He's a good guy and stuff, and he had a good game and stuff. But, man, as soon as you hit him, he's down. Boom, he's down. Boom, he's down. I mean, guy never breaks tackles, I and mean, it's very rare. So, But, uh, hey, I'm excited they – They've had a great year. They've done so much with so little this season. They really have. And I laugh at the Jets side because the Jets have, if you look at the talent level on the Jets and then the Giants, oh my God, it's not even close. You know, the Giants are like calling up players on the practice squad. Could you come in this week and play? Sure, not a problem. And like the Jets have got all these top picks and everything, and yet they don't have a quarterback. And I can't no, I believe Salah still has his job. After uh, Tucker Fredrickson gets back, Tucker Fredrickson. Hey, don't you know don't talk know? about players that Cronin does not know. I've never heard, I've never heard of. Sean, I'm kidding. Sean, don't worry. Spider, Spider Lockhart. Oh, come on. I saw Spider you, Lockhart play. You, you guys talk about this stuff. I'm just going to sit back and listen, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I don't next, know who yeah, these yeah, guys are. Yeah, next he's going to talk about Pete, <laughs> Pete Athis, and he's going to talk about <laughs> you know Norm Sneed and Ron Johnson and Rocky Thompson, one of the great picks of all yeah, time. I've heard of Norm Sneed. I know well, that name. Norm heard of Norm Sneed. Yeah, he played for a lot of different teams, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there was a guy who actually was killed on a playing field. I don't know if he was killed, but he actually died on the field. A guy named Chuck Hughes, 1971, the Lions. Wow. Did you know that? No, I did not, actually. I did not know that. There's a picture of Dick Dick Butkus standing over the body of Chuck Hughes as he's just gasping away for breath. Lovely. And he ended up up dying, actually. The only only one that was... uh, in this era that was killed on a football field, yeah? Wow. But nevertheless, you know, last night the people were complaining in droves. Sean was right. They're complaining that they're inconvenienced by this guy's death. How, how dare this guy die on my time here? I have uh, two tickets to this ball game. I want to see it completely. I couldn't believe it. That's how, that's how callous people are. Most people, of course, weren't feeling that way, but there was a good number of people did just that, guys. There was a lot of people from uh, that were Cincinnati fans that were lined up at the hospital, though. So there was a lot of uh, really positive and really, uh, you know, very uh, understanding, compassionate response from the Bengals fans. I, it had to be so weird to be there. It had to be so. It was so surreal to watch. It really was. It was. I, I couldn't believe it when I was when I was watching. It. I was just like, you know, as a, it was as shocking you know, literally, to me. Robbie, uh, Sean, literally, pitchers suffer from the same syndrome. They're, 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 they're a very short distance away from the battery. And you know these guys are big these days. These 12 year olds are big. So you see a pitcher with a chest protector right. and a helmet as, just for this, this situation. Because if you get, you get a blow to the chest, you, you can suffer cardiac arrest. And Freed was right. Cardiac arrest is much different than heart attack. Right, of course. The podiatrist was right. And when you hit somebody in the chest like that, he, he, he suffers consequences. And, you know, I had a kid that I used to coach right. way, back when, way back when, when uh, he got hit in the chest, he went down. I said, this kid, this kid's having a heart attack. But uh, thankfully, he was okay. But it was very serious matter at the time. You know, the Red Sox just signed a pitcher in the offseason, Kenley Jansen. He was the cl- closer for the Dodgers for a long time, closed for the Braves last year. He's got AFib. Yeah. He's got AFib. And like you said, you said pitcher being that close to home plate, like, that's kind of scary. I mean, to Sean, think have that— have you seen the size of these guys, Sean? Yes, I have. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't you know, when I was 12 years old, I, my I don't call, know about sorry. you, Sean. 12 years old, I may have been about 5'1", about 100 pounds. But when, when these, these kids are 6 feet, about 180 sometimes at 12. 
I'd say Kenley Kenley Jansen could be a linebacker. He's so big. The, the kid that they got to close. I mean, he's huge. What do you think of the Giants quarterback? Daniel Jones, like I said, I have to eat my words. I want them to put a montage together. Every time I said that on the radio after every week, Daniel Jones blows. Put that together, let me eat my words. So now, he was so excellent right. this past weekend. So, so now I want you to picture Brian Dable on the sideline of the New York Jets, okay, Ralph? And him talking to yeah. Zach, Zach Wilson instead, okay? You can't tell me. And I said this to Beningo, too. I said to him, listen, um, I have no idea where Joe is, but but uh, hopefully he'll be with us next week. I, You know, it amazes me how... People don't realize how important coaching is. It's so important, and you can see the difference between the Jet coaching staff and the Giant coaching staff. Not even funny. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, I guess Zach it's hard. Wilson, Zach Wilson has a bad attitude. You know, he, he talks a big game about himself. But what is he supposed to say? What's the guy supposed to say? I know. Say? Well, he made. I'm, yeah, not, he was, I'm not good enough to play in this league. Right, but whatever he said. Yeah, I got you. But whatever he said, the point is that these guys are walking around with Mike White T-shirts. I mean, if you're a head coach in Robert Sala, how do you let that sort of semi-mutiny happen in your in your locker room? That's just ridiculous. That'd be, I mean, that'd be, that'd be, like, that'd be like Belichick it's letting them walk around with Zappy shirts yeah, on, the, right. on the bus. It's, you it's don't just let, bad you don't do leadership. That. It's bad leadership. And you know what? Because he's a nice. You know what? You know what? You know what Robert Sala reminds me of. Aaron Boone. He's Aaron. He's basically Aaron Boone. You know, uh, to me, he's a nice guy. Uh, he's accessible to the media. He he'll protect the players. But you notice the only time you see him pissed off, okay, is when not pissed. Excuse me. The only time you see him excited is is when they're when we're making good plays. You never see him get upset when when things happen on the sideline that don't go the right way. Aaron so. Aaron Boone has better hair. <laughs> Eric, it's a tough oh, comparison oh, when you're balding. That's exactly right. Strike that, reverse that. <laughs> and by the way, and by the way, the biggest blunder I made last week listening to our show, I couldn't believe it, was thinking that Carson Wentz was still in Indianapolis. No, Rob, he's he's in Washington. <laughs> he's but, on the Commodores. But I, yeah, he's on the Commodores. I'm like, oh, wait a second. I'm listening to the broadcast. I'm like, oh, bad. I'm going to get a boner for this one this week. It's Rob's boner of the week anyway. So, oh, boy. But yeah, I forgot. I was like, he's been in like, you know, he's been in like the island of misfit toys and lost for crying out loud. So they misfit, the island of misfit quarterbacks. They bring back all these guys you never see. And you know, it's crazy. Who is Indy going to bring in? Who is Indy going to bring in next year? Warren Moon. I mean, they seem to like to bring in these old guys, these washed-up quarterbacks. That's so all like, they do. They, they, there's a lot of them out there well, that are terrible. We got to go to break in a sec. Cause yeah, we do. Game, so, but anyway, man, you know, yeah. you know how dangerous the NFL game is. Oh, it's ridiculous! Realize, I would never get. I'd never let my kid play football. My brother let my nephew play football. I would never let my kid play football. Do you realize the size of these guys and the speed they play that game at? I mean, they're they are just uh, a collision away from you know the, the the emergency room every single every single time. That's why if my kid is ten years old and he says, "Daddy, I want to play that game," I say, "Son." I love you so much. There's no way Badminton. you're going to play football. I'm going to steer you towards the tennis courts, you know, the basketball right. court. Pickleball. But the football field. Pickleball, the new famous Pickleball. Sport. Pickleball. Tether, tether yeah. ball or maybe, I don't know, Absolutely. Uh, what, crochet? I mean, croquet? Croquet. Croquet. <laughs> okay. anyway, hey, hey, you know, crocheting's pretty dangerous these days. Yeah, you, you, know, your, <laughs> right. you poke your eye out, right? Like Robert Klein to say, chess with a helmet. Anyway, I got to run, but... I won't, I, 
Yeah. I won't monopolize. I won't monopolize your show like somebody else. So I'm going to let you. Know oh, jeez! You got you know you and Freed. You and Freed should get in the middle of a ring with socks and horse manure, like like uh, <laughs> like <laughs> WC Fields is just in battle out. The pod- I love that. Pod- I started problem. laughing in the wrong spot. I turned my microphone when you said the podiatrist said. I'm like, why? Because he's a foot dog. Doesn't know anything about medicine. You still got to get through medical school for crying out loud. My dad was a dentist. He still knows about medicine. He still prescribes it. So not anymore. Obviously he's deceased, but anyway, I got to run. But uh, all right, I'll, call, I'll catch you later. All right. Let me say, let me say uh, my piece about that whole situation. Take me two seconds. Here, here's the thing: when somebody is on once a week, there are two people on once a week that want to get their their sports points across. You don't come and monopolize the whole show. You you do a question and answer kind of a thing where you're talking. I'm talking. Well, we tried. Kind of <laughs> Rob was going to roll, so we just one, listened. You got one day a week to let your thoughts be known, so I'm going to let you have the second part of the show. I appreciate it, guys. No, Thank it's you. fine. Thanks, Ralph. Happy New Year, Ralph. Thanks, Love man. brother. Thanks. Happy New Year, man. <laughs> and he gone. Yeah, he gone. No, Rob, you know, I always tell him with Rob. Rob has a big heart. Rob, they both have big hearts. But I told him the two of them ought to, like, fight, battle out. Two socks with a horse manure in it, battle well, it out. Well, like he said, though, we get we get an hour a week to get our thoughts across. We all just want to talk. You know, it's like, and people that listen and call in, they want to get their thoughts across, too. You know, not everybody's innocent here when they call in. Well, they try course. to take our show well, over. Not, well, it's not even that. It's, you know, it's funny because they say the same thing about each other, and it's kind of funny. But <laughs> I was on with Ralph last night, and we had fun. You know, we were talking about movies and films and basically, like, really easygoing things. But, no, the thing about it is with Rob, you know, he called also from a medical perspective. So I wanted to get, get you know, I thought that was important idea. to have of course, that. Of course you know, it was. what happened last I, I went, night. Absolutely. Right, that's why I let the break go. So, anyway, before, before, before our program directors and the people who are in charge uh, destroy us uh, Let's take a break, and we'll be right back right here on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin's like right here in 88.7 FM in Pittsfield. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Thanks. You guys rock. WTBR. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org start. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parents smoke, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down. Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, 
and a lot of rock on Bristol County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours, and overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep traps with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. All right, welcome back to a very special first edition of Cronin, Zuck, Ralph, and Robbie. What a what a quite the intro we had going on here today. What a you know this is telling you. Wait. Did you guys know we had a four man booth? No. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody out there. We, we, could, we could actually get Costello come in. Well, what we have here is truly remarkable, folks. If only it's ben, the if fight only, of if the only, Freed versus Romeo. If only Beningo. Yeah, if we got Beningo. If oh only God. he called in, this oh, would be quite too, the trifecta I, we'd have, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get a text from Joe Okoye this weekend. He's, you know, I mean, can you imagine his cell phone, how much it's filled? I can't even imagine. I mean, people driving him crazy left and right, you know, but he was, he said to me, he said, I'll, he said, I'll come on with you sometime. I said, great, because I talked to him this weekend, uh, not this weekend, last week. So he said he'll give me a call. So I'm sure he's really busy. You know, it's just a crazy time of the year anyway, but uh, we love you, Joe. Hopefully we'll, we'll speak to you a week, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, but uh, anyway, so 413-445-5943. We were, we were giving out the number for crying out loud. You know? We it's haven't like, stopped laughing the entire time I mean, we've been sitting when in I there. I love when great. Ralph said the podiatrist. Anyway, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to, and it was not a, you know, it was it was sort of a, you know, I wouldn't say morose, but it was certainly a, you know, a very sort of melancholy type of point in the show we're talking about. And I'm just going, oh man, I have to turn this off because I was, you know, chuckling nervously. The podiatrist. <laughs> You know, that's, I was like, gonna, that's like Rob talking about acting in theater. You know, hey, come on, let's let's give him some advice here. I was going to bring Stanislavski up and you know. I was going to bring up something about the Red Sox, but I've actually changed my mind because I really don't. <laughs> I, don't I really don't want to. I don't want to talk about sixty-five-year-old sixty-five-year-old starters that we're bringing in to fill out our get, rotation. You don't want to get more depressed. The, you know, I heard Bill Spaceman leaves coming out of retirement. He's you know and. Uh, he, the Red Sox offered him a ten-year deal. Yep. So you know, this was, is the, the the one thing I want to say about the Red Sox. Yeah. Okay. Bloom said in the offseason we're going aggressively after starting pitching. What does he do? He lets Valdi go to Texas. Right. 
That really annoyed me. Rich Hill goes to Pittsburgh. Rich Hill is what sixty-seven oh, years old anyway. Rich Hill for crying but Avaldi was a known commodity. Well, I agree. I agree. If he's a healthy, known he's commodity. Very good. They know his medicals. Corey Kluber has. That's who we bring in, Corey Kluber. <laughs> the Red Sox have like become worse than the Yankees, like finding these, signing old guys. I mean, like, evidently the Yankees are bringing back what's his name, the guy who used to be their farm hand. I can't try to remember his name. I, I heard Brett Gardner's this. out there. Yeah, exactly. Brett's still out there. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're bringing back all these people that are just like career minor leaguers. Like when they signed Marwin Marwin Gonzalez, and come on, Cashman, what are you doing? Didn't this he is see, the didn't, New York Yankees for crying out loud? Didn't didn't, didn't who's Cash- coming back next? Silverino Sanchez, you know, Stone Fingers Clark. Who the hell are they reviving here? Didn't Cashman see Marwin Gonzalez hit one seventy eight for the Red Sox the year before? What do you what do you <laughs> think he was going to strike gold there? You know, like I have no some idea. Some of these moves that these GMs make, you just go, it's, what the hell are they doing, man? Endeavors Endeavors still you know, far away from. Contract talks. Watch them screw up with Devers. Throw, I mean, throw I, that's Devers. Fine. I'm a Yankee fan. Devers wants to go West Coast. Okay, by me. You throw know, Devers so. a bag of money. Write him a blank check. The Cubs or trade are, him. He'll be a Cub. He'll be a Cub. The Cubs offer him you know, some of the young players in the organization. The Red Sox will say, okay, we'll develop these guys. Like, like Bloom has suddenly turned into Tampa Bay. You're absolutely right. I mean, I mean the Yankees. This is the difference. Like Boston doesn't want to spend money. The Yankees spend money but don't know how to spend it. So my, four, my, my buddy Kevin Larkin just said that Billy McKinney is the farmhand. Right, Billy McKinney. That's the guy. Four one three four four five five nine. Kevin, give us a call if you want. 1046 with Cronin and Zook right here on WTBR. Lots of great programming this afternoon. Uh, Throughout the day, of course, you have Beatles Forever at 4 o'clock. And uh, anyway, I wanted to go through some of these games real quick in the NFL. Obviously, the Packers win big. The Niners win in overtime. And, and uh, uh, what's the story with Derek Carr? He walks out. Is, what is he like? Is he, is they he free ben- agent? They, ben- like, they benched him they for benched Jarrett him. Stenham and said, go home for the Jarrett year. Stenham. <laughs> and guys, Stenham had a good game. The Iowa have lost quarterbacks. I mean, I never know half these guys are still in the league for crying out loud. You know, Josh McDaniels is just like, he's just uh, interviewing for his job next <laughs> season to become the uh, offensive coordinator for the Patriots with the third time. Of course. There, yeah. You right. know? They're already saying Bill O'Brien's going to be coming back, but I don't know. This Raider team, man, they've had – I was telling my father yesterday, they have had four games this year where they blew 17-point leads at least and lost. That's bad. That's bad coaching. That's really bad really coaching, bad coaching, man. Yeah, that's like not making adjustments to make adjustments. I mean, to make adjustments. It's like, how about Kenny Pickett? That Josh, was impressive, Josh, but, huh? But Josh McDaniels, let me just real yeah, fast, then yeah, we'll go yeah. to Kenny Pickett because yeah, yeah. he was great. McDaniels goes from – he's done this twice now – goes from teams that should have made the playoffs – to making them worse. And not only did he go there, but they got the best, arguably the best wide receiver in football in Devontae Adams, and somehow they got worse. Yep. And Derek Carr's had the worst statistical it's season of his career. because Daniels is the coach. And Kenny Pickett, wow, what a fourth quarter. I mean, wow. What did I say to you? I said this to you probably about two or three months, probably about two months ago. I said when the Steelers were two and six, and I said, at the end of the season, I guarantee you that they will be at least 500 or better, and the coach Tom will get these guys together. They're eight and eight. They still got a, a mathematical chance, I think, to make the playoffs. Is that correct? I mean, I was looking kind of at... Yes, they do. They, they do, actually. But some teams have to lose. They need some help, obviously. So uh, They got Cleveland at home, and if they win that game, that's going to be another, you know, amazing yeah. feat by Mike Tomlin to have. Yet right. again, uh, uh, he'll be... The, uh, another non-losing three season. Co- yeah, three a coaches. non-losing right. season. It'll be unbelievable. Three coaches and how many years yeah. since I'm a kid? I mean, I remember when Chuck Noll was, was a you know was a you know coach and then obviously Cower for all the years and now Tomlin and what you know, talk about stability with an organization like the Jets who have had like fifty thousand coaches in like the last fifty years or whatever it's been. I mean, I mean thirty six coaches, whatever it's been, it's ridiculous. Really. I think he needs Tennessee to go to go to Mars, play a game up there, and then have uh, Jacksonville come down over to uh, Pluto to play a game, and then yep. uh, and they need all these other things to happen. You know. 
around. That that I get so confused that the last week of the year where they say this team need they need to win, this team needs to lose here, this team needs to lose here, and you try to like sit there and like juggle it all. You're like, you get like the, look at you know? Seattle. Seattle's still alive. I think Seattle wins are in. Seattle's eight and eight with Geno Smith. But this is what the NFL wanted. They wanted mediocrity. Well, they wanted parity, but they didn't get parity. They got mediocrity. Let's be honest. I mean, and so Jacksonville, look at the turnarounds this season. You got the Lions at one point were one and six. Jacksonville, I think, was two and six. I mean, Jacksonville is playing the Titans this weekend. They're going to win. There's no doubt in my mind they're going to beat the Titans. They should beat the Titans. They should. And and they'll be in, and they'll win the division. I mean, talk about a great job. Again, it's about coaching, bringing the right coach in. The Titans are going with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback. Who was he bagging groceries at Price Chopper Probably. last week? I've never even heard of this guy before. Probably. Well, hey, you know, Kurt Warner was bagging groceries, and he's in the Hall of Fame, right? So there you go. And, you know, here's another thing, right? Yeah. Good quarterbacks coming out of college generally go to crap teams, right? And you go, well, this guy, you got to write this guy off. you right. got to write this guy off. Trevor Lawrence went to a crap team with a crap coach. But look now, he's got stability. He's right. got Doug Peterson, exactly. a stable coaching right. staff. I would like to see... Good college quarterbacks start off with good football teams. Like, Mac Jones started off with a halfway decent football team last year. He's regressed, obviously, this year, but he had McDaniels. He had a good rookie season. Now he's just playing for a bunch of crap coaching. I mean, Belichick should have gotten rid of Patricia weeks ago. Joe Judge. Oh, yeah. Let's make him <laughs> our quarterback's guy. coach. I and I hate to knock on the door of repetit- repetitivity when I talk about this all every week, but Mac Jones, I think, with the right coach— a good offensive line. He's he's got tunnel vision. He's scared. He sees one play, and that's it. And the second he sees that play is not going to happen, he falls down, or he gets sacked. When I when or he'll I, throw he'll throw a pick. I think this year Mac Jones has regressed, and I don't blame Patriot fans for wanting Bailey Zappi to be out there because he actually played really good, really good when yep. he was out there. Yep. I agree. Four one three four four five five nine four three. About ten minutes left in our program. But here's the deal. I guess. Uh, we got uh, an opportunity. Somebody wants to pick us up on New York Radio. That'd be kind of cool. So if there's any sponsors that want to sponsor us, I thought about Freed. Maybe Freed wants to sponsor us, right? He can put us on the air. So, so Rob, if you're listening out there, I, I think I know what happened with Rob. A lot of times Rob's phone runs out and dies. He doesn't let it, doesn't, oh, he doesn't doesn't know, let he, it charge oh, enough? He, oh, he doesn't let it charge enough. He, yeah. he and I, but, I mean, it's like the two of them. It's funny. Like, I get calls from Ralph. You know, like, like, she just complain about Freed. Then Freed will complain about Ralph. It's like, guys, can we just, like... <laughs> Can we all be friends here? I mean, they're both great guys. They're both really good hearts, you know. And when Rob was on a roll, it's like, let him go. You know, it's when, fine. When, I have no problem when with those, it. It's when okay. The, when those guys call in, I got no problem with it. I'll let them, I'll well, let no, them run, with, the run thing, with it for well, a while. Well, no, I, I'm getting I know a, my quiet time when I sit here. I know when to be quiet and let those guys yeah, talk. It's and fine. I'm getting a medical perspective on this. Like so the that's why. F- I like the back and forth of both of them. Yeah. I mean, like getting a medical perspective. Yeah, they're both you know incredibly. I mean, Ralph is an incredibly talented person. I mean, not only as a broadcaster, as an actor, he's a great coach. You know, fantastic acting coach. And, I was going. And, I was know, going. I was going through. Guys, you know? I was going through a little personal thing a couple weeks ago. You yep. know, and Ralph and Cynthia checked in with me every day, and that was really, really sweet of, course, of them. So they're, they're great both. People. They're both great people. Absolutely, so. that's what I'm saying. So that's why with Rob, it's like you know, people don't. Rob's very misunderstood. You know, like sometimes you know, like it, it sometimes or uh, like I didn't hear from him for a long while, and he said, I don't want to call the talk, talk shows anymore. And of course, he's on the other night. You know, it's in your blood, man. And his dad was an athlete, played for the Giants organizations, which is why his dad was a Giant fan. You, you know, baseball fan. So was mine. 
uh, giant uh, New York Giant baseball fan, my father as well. But but yeah, but the thing is, like, obviously he and I have something in common, you know, as well. And Ralph and I too, as far as like being from New York and, and, and Ralph and I being actors and entertainers, and Rob and I also being, you know, having sports in common, you know, being from from you know New York, being Jewish. I mean, so we had a lot, you know, there was a lot of things that were in common with us and so forth. But speaking of sports, you know, we have so. like seven minutes left to oh, talk I know. sports. Well, so. yeah, of course. Well, no, I'm just well, no, I'm just saying it's it's just funny. It's, it's fine. an interesting, very interesting new past New Year's show today. You know, yeah, it's a absolutely. New Year, <laughs> <laughs> new slate shows this has been an interesting one well no, no it's doubt. okay i'm just saying that you know people just gotta like just we just all get along anyway chief <laughs> chief's chief's escape against denver Boy, it chief's... really no that's really reminded yeah. me of listening to like the fan or listening to eei when one yeah. caller will call and be like i don't know what the hell that guy was talking Absolutely. about you know, it's funny that's it's what makes so sports funny. radio fun is uh, the abso- back and forth with other callers and you know absolutely. it's great absolutely yeah, it's so. great <laughs> and there was nothing ralph didn't say anything rude you know i no. thought i thought he was actually really funny it was really funny Incredibly you know? funny, a great, really very funny guy. So, but um, uh, so how in the world did the Saints lose? How in the world did the Eagles lose to the Saints? That's what I know. The Falcons finally don't screw me on my bets, so I actually won that game. Gardner Minshew, yeah, is, uh, you know, for the Eagles, he's not that good. I, I knew the Jets are going. Oh, do you want what do you get Gardner Minshew? Come on, he's a career backup. Stop it. The Bucks up. Uh, obviously, here comes Brady again. You don't like the, Minshew. The Bucks win you the don't division. like Minshew with the Fu Manchu. Come on, man, Gardner Minshew. And then nah, the Bucks. But... The Bucks. The Bucks come back and they they win the division at eight and eight. What a joke! I mean, this is what the NFL wanted, right? The Browns. The Browns beat the Commodores, so the Commodores are gone, right? So we all thought the Commodores were going to make the playoff. The Commanders. I know. I just say Commodores because it's fun. The chart. You know who's playing around the, some of the best football right now? The That's right. It's the San Diego slash Los Angeles chart. Chargers who beat up on the Rams 31-10. So Niners escaped from the Raiders. And then, like the Vikings, you just said, I, I can't figure them out. You know, I can't. And we talked about this. We didn't mention Kenny Pickett. Just a great job at the end of that game. Fantastic that, 10 that points. That touchdown pass he threw. Oh, it was a beautiful play. Beautiful pass. It was a pass. stupid play by Smith. I have no idea what he's doing. He leaves his man because he sees Pickett rolling out. So obviously, oh, now the, 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 the uh, safety of the corner is going to rush towards the quarterback, and he leaves the man wide open and uh, – and then obviously the backup throws a tight uh, throws an interception at the end. Steelers win, but I told you that about Coach Tomlin. He's going to get those guys together, and they're going to they're going to be successful at least have a winning season. So it took me a while to Amazing. like Mike Tomlin. I used to hate the guy, and I hate hate the strong word. I used to really dislike him, but and the Bruins never he's, lose. He's been on with the Pat McAfee show a few times, and just I've really gotten to like the guy. And you know what he did when Pickett threw that touchdown pass? Pickett's running off the sideline. He basically just grabbed him, pat him on the back, and went, "Kenny, effing." Pick it, like <laughs> hell yeah, man! Oh, way to man. go, you know. It's like that that team, Pittsburgh, man. If they get in, they're they're dangerous. Uh, absolutely, they're dangerous. Of course they're dangerous. Because their def- their defense is legit. Well, man. They're, pl- well, they're playing well. The thing is that like it's all about momentum going. Look, I think the Giants can do some things. I think the Giants can beat the Vikings. The Giants may be able to do something in the playoffs. The way Daniel's playing, and uh, hopefully they get a Dory Jackson back in a couple of weeks. I'm hoping so because obviously the the, the biggest issue for the Giants as well as a run. Defense, but let's face it, they're secondary. They're plugging holes with guys that you know they never thought they would be there. I mean, a lot of practice squad guys, a lot of guys they picked up, you know, off the scrap heap in the offseason. They they turned the team over twenty players. That and Joe Shane deserves a ton of a ton of credit. We don't give him as much credit to his table, but he deserves a ton of credit for turning over that 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 roster because Gettleman. I mean, I know Gettleman drafted some good players. Obviously, Julian Love's pretty good, and obviously Dexter Lawrence has been terrific this year. So 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 Gettleman gets a pat on the back for some good some good things. Obviously, Daniel Jones' progression to me is more about. Brian Dable in the, organ- in, in the Dable, organization. Dable's right up there for head coach of the year, but you know who else is too? Dan Campbell. 
Oh, absolutely. Getting the Lions from a one and six start to, yep. to you know, they they have a chance. And you know who's close? You know who's a quarterback away? The Falcons. They're like a quarterback away. Because Mariota's awful. Oh, he's terrible. He was terrible. Yeah. Arthur Smith, I think, is a good coach he's, down he's, there. He's, I think he's a very good coach. Yeah. They've lost. You look at the games they lost this season. They lost a lot of close games. But anyway, yeah, so, I mean, uh, the Bruins continue to win. I was going to say, I didn't watch the game yesterday, but that's always fun outside of Fenway or, or Yankee Steam, wherever they play it. You know, these play these winter games, but. They don't lose, and the Celtics, you know, continue to roll. The Knicks actually two wins in a row. So you know, Brooklyn's only a game back, blowing out Phoenix, huh? You know, Brooklyn's only a game behind the Celtics. They're, they're now. on a twelve-game winning streak. Unbelievable! Jock, Jock's All of a sudden, doing a great job. Jock's doing, you know what? Let's be honest. They have two guys that are stars in that team that could dominate games. So you know, they're they're good, and they have a good supporting cast. And they brought in a guy who's a real coach. The guy Jock's getting it done. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. Nash was not getting it done. Nash is not a head coach. I'm sorry, you know, and, and he's getting it done. So Steve Nash, yeah, yeah. So Buffalo and the Pats. I mean, obviously that's going to be a big game. Obviously you got Detroit now. Who know? Who knows when? Like I, I agree with what Rob said. They should play on Sunday. And Green but Bay. What are you even talking about? Green Bay can get in. What are you going to say? Sunday night they win. They're in. Yeah. Um, that, now that's crazy. They that's, win. They're that's in. That's nuts. Is that nuts or what? They were four and eight. <laughs> now, you know. This is what the, I told you. This is what the league wants. Is this what you want? Mediocre football. It's you have like you have like a half a dozen good teams and the rest are all five hundred. And then there's like three teams or four teams that are like two and twelve, three and thirteen, like the Houston Texans. You know, <laughs> it's like it's it's not parody. This is like my it's father Lonnie and I were Smith talking about back. this. This yeah. is not parody. Right, it's right. it's the league of of the kings and the mediocrity. That's what that's what the league is, and it's not fun to watch some of it. Yep. The Giants are the most boring nine six and one football team I've ever seen. I have to sorry say this. To, I, sorry yeah. to say that, but they are. The Patriots are boring to they watch. Are. You know, they I are. mean, it's it's a lot of boring football. <laughs> really, I mean, it's a lot of boring football. It is. Look at the Thursday night games. I yeah, mean, like how they well, got the ratings th- on those games. And thank God they're on, like, you know, Amazon or some other network that I don't even get. I don't even care about getting and, and at this Al, point. Al Michaels checks out before the game's even starting on Thursday night. He's already going, oh, I really have to do this game. Hey, we got the 3-12 and 12, this team versus the 4-12. and 12. Get ready for a big Thursday night game. He probably looks at Kurt Herbstreit and goes, I can't believe we have to call this game tonight. <laughs> we have any Jack Daniels in the back? So when we go to commercial, I can have a sip. You know, I mean, these Thursday night games have been, for the most part, awful. Yeah, I have to congratulate though Tulane University for winning for winning the Cotton Bowl. So I t- told Susie I get that one in there for her and hope she feels better. She's home. So anyway, babe, love you and. Uh, I can't believe we have two minutes left. Goodness gracious, this is insane. <laughs> it was a crazy show today. I know. It was all over so the place. So I'm surprised call back. <laughs> I'm crazy. Telling, we definitely have to have a freed Romeo battle, though. We have to have them both on. So, so if we can find a way to do that in cell phones, maybe Matt or, you know, Sean or, you know, or Bob, so we can get this multiple phone line going in here so we can get some, uh, some battles of the callers here because those guys need to definitely get in the ring. So. Maybe get a sponsor, get an extra hour for a week, and we can have an extra hour one week and just get right. that battle on. Right. It would so. be great radio. Yeah, so evidently WPAT, I guess, wants to pick us up for, for an hour or something like that in New York City. So if there's a sponsor that wants to pick us up, that'd be awesome, man. You know, we'd love to we'd love to do it. So anyway, I can't believe it. It's almost time to go. Let's go, Patriots. Maybe. Let's see what the hell happens. Let's hope the Giants stay healthy. Let's hope, let's hope, let's let's hope, Mr. Hamlin. Let's hope that he recovers because that's the most important thing to me. So best of wishes to him and his family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, we'll see you uh, next Tuesday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Stay tuned for Beatles Forever at 4 o'clock. Continuing great programming right here on WTBR 89.7. Have an awesome day. Cronin is look signing out for you with Berkshire Sports Now. We'll see you next Tuesday, everybody. Take Happy care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.